international physicality wise and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahmi. Good evening, everyone, and welcome once again to the KCLR studios here in Kilkenny for Come On Kind. This is season five, episode number five, and I am delighted. Well, I don't know why am I delighted to be joined by one laughing hyena and somebody who is very giddy here at the minute, but I am joined by Anya Farrell and Paula Dowling. Anya and Paula, good evening. Good, good evening. Good how how are we? We're fabulous. Glorious. I can tell that by the carry on of the two of you there now at the minute and the canatin and the whole lot. I'm I'm nearly afraid to even say anything tonight, but we are here in the studios of KCLR to go over the matches from the weekend. Somebody is very happy over the weekend anyway, we can tell that for sure. We are also going to be contemplating then later on because we are going to be doing the draws for these league semi-finals, senior intermediate, and the first round of the championship, also senior intermediate, and we will have the junior draws as well for the league semi-finals but we're going to kick things off and let's get going championship one game in the senior uh, senior league last weekend and that was the meeting of St. Martins versus Clara Anya St. Martins coming away with this one 3-10 to 9 points in total yeah I think you got this one right I did, yes, Martin. Pull in a bit close there now because you've only one microphone tonight. <coughs> yeah, I did. Um, yeah, like I think I suppose when you kind of look at the way Clara are going at the moment and, you know, they have lost an awful lot of players this year and I suppose that's, it's probably a core amount of players that, are, that are, they're losing, I suppose, for small country clubs. It's not easy and, you know, I suppose St. Martin certainly um, are coming into that game there, 310 to, a 3-10 to a nine-point victory over it. Um, so, you know, some really, really good work there from St. Martin's and they'll be delighted with that. It certainly will. It then means that uh, obviously that's the end of the senior league game, which puts St. Martin's up into second spot now. They were down in third spot in the table, but they are now gone up into second spot. So later on, we're going to be doing a draw. So that means now that Dixborough, Pilltown, James Stevens, and Winegap are all going to be into the semi finals as they top the group. Uh, Conaghy Shamrocks, Young <coughs> Ireland's, St. Martin's, and Tullerone are in group or bowl one I should say not group bowl one because they came second in their group and they're going to be meeting the teams that finished third in their groups which is St. Bridget's Barrow Rangers Thomastown and Clara so we're going to wait in with anticipation to see what the draw is going to pull up on that later on let's move along to the intermediate league then because obviously there was a couple of games that was postponed from round one and from round two just till we get the, the final group stages on this as well let's start off with Liz Downey and Glenn Moore this seemed to be a cracking game of Camogie 413 to 59 one point in it in total but it went victory wise to Liz Downey good win for them yeah really good win um, I was actually talking to somebody who was at this game and she said it was an absolute cracker of a game um, Claire Feeling up front was I said that to you a couple of weeks ago yeah. they had her down in wing forward yeah I think that she scored she said she wasn't sure but it could have been anything between 2-5 to 2-8 that she scored and she's not even on the freeze she said she was absolutely phenomenal um, gave a gave a great display there and um, you know Glenmore she said were very very strong as well but she said it was certainly a, an absolute cracker of a game there but she said definitely Claire Feeling certainly being the one I suppose everybody were so used to seeing Claire in the, in the playing in a centre back position or a wing back position in the Kilkenny jersey but um, 
yeah, definitely firepower up front. Um, she certainly has it all. Well, that certainly might be able to help uh, Liz Downey later on in the championship. The other game then was Emerald St. Anne's and Carrick Shock. Emerald St. Anne's 2-13, Carrick Shock 1-7. You were up at this game? I was. I went to this game, I suppose, you know, from the get-go, Emerald St. Anne's really, um, really just, uh, really kind of, you know, pulled through from it. And Louise Hickey was playing in at uh, full forward. I'm just trying to tot up here now what she got, four, five, six. She got six points, uh, one from free and five from play. Um, you know, Carrick Shocks certainly kind of struggled a bit but I suppose on your own we, we've spoken about her already she really is the main fire firepower that they have up front and she got an absolute blister of a goal there in the second half and I suppose it kind of you know it kind of gave a bit of a revival there to Carrick Shock and at one stage they were they were only four points behind but I think it was you know substitute Sarah Whelan coming in there for Emerald St. Anne's and she got a goal there and I suppose that kind of really put it to bed um, for Emerald St. Anne's but Emerald St. Anne's look very very strong some really really good players throughout the whole field Saoirse Burke um, corner forward I thought she had a really really good game there as well um, you have Neve Dow or Neve Lahey and um, Emer Lahey playing wing back and wing back and centre back for Emerald St. Anne's very very strong too but Well I know the day that I saw um, Neve playing with Emerald St. Anne's against St. Clair she mm, was very very good that yeah, night as well I must say though Neve Sweeney was absolutely Was she back? Incredible. She was She was back full back there was nobody getting a sniff of a ball from her. She was she was absolutely excellent in there. Emerald St. Anne's, I think they're kind of they're going certainly in the right direction. They've got some really nice young players. A lot of girls coming on. Rachel Feeling there as well. Um. So yeah, they'll be they'll be very happy with that victory. And I think in the earlier rounds they were missing a good few players. So I suppose they're been only starting yeah. to come back now. So. I'd envision now once it gets to the knockout stage they'll be hitting the ground when yeah. they're building momentum mm, and you can never never underestimate yeah. them, you know Gotta touch her before and asleep there for a while. You know, we're waiting for you to come in, but she's waking up now. And you know why she's waking up now? Because obviously we're going to chat about St. Lactons and St. Clare's. And St. Lactons coming away with a victory in this one. Now, I've never seen this before that you had an under 14 game on after ye and you had the intermediate game on before ye. And both teams scored the exact same. Six ten apiece. And I forgot to pick me lot of numbers. <laughs> You know what? It was really good because a lot of people stayed around for the second match. So a lot of people say from the, the locality that wouldn't have seen our under 14 plays stayed there. And it was a lovely evening with no rain whatsoever. And it was just it was uh, just a lovely day of camogie and a lovely atmosphere in the whole place. So, you know, as I said, this is only the league part of the the whole thing. You just, I suppose our biggest issue is consistency. And there is no consistency there. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, 6-10. Six, six, I mean, that's an unbelievable score. Come on, come on, on. you want to say something? Well, I was at the match and I know Paula isn't going to, you know, you know, beef themselves up. But Freshford were outstanding. Absolutely outstanding we yesterday. Were. There was 30 players outstanding on the pitch, yeah. No, no. To be fair, to be fair. To, Couldn't resist it. To be fair, to be fair. But they were, they were really, like, you You were very good yesterday. I think he clicked yesterday, but you need to click again. Yeah, and I did, yeah. I did say that, I did think that St. Clair's would beat you. I, I, I did think that. But I think when you look at it, um, the one thing about Freshford yesterday, um, they just would not let St. Clair's hurl at all. St. Clair's had one point uh, registered in the first 30 minutes of hurling and that was free from... Yeah, I think you race. sent me the halftime score and yeah. I'm like, 
is she after making a mistake now or something? Did she yeah. miss a zero or something beside the one line? I thought she was sipping the Prosecco on the <laughs> sideline and having a great yeah, time. Yeah, uh, it was three seven to a point at half time. Um, I, ju- I just but it, was a, it, it, I, it didn't feel the match felt mm. a lot closer. Like I mean, it was very much. It was a physical game. Yeah, um, the referee did a great job. I thought, um, mm-hmm. and he calls even. if Either side didn't agree with them. He explained, which I thought was great. Owen is so very good at that. To be everybody fair to knew him. where yeah. they stood with the guard to it. Um, but if it didn't, and maybe it's because when you're involved, and I do get engrossed in the whole thing, it felt a lot closer than that. I have to say, I thought it would have been because I've mm. seen St. Clair's play in a couple of matches this year. And I thought they were very, very good. And they had quite a bit up front in the firing line. And, you know, they were able to get goals and they were able to get a couple of points. I genuinely did think that you missed the north, that maybe there should have been 10 points at half time that they had. And when you, someone texted into the group, do, I honestly then, do think that St. Clair's probably had maybe yesterday what we had the previous Monday night. Yeah. Mm. They just didn't. And just some days you just go to a pitch and nothing not goes, goes right, right for you. Yeah. It doesn't click. Mm. But I think he had to he had to respond after Monday night, and that was your response. And I suppose once it gets now to the knockout stages, all the responses for all of the teams is going to be how they react to the actual situation. You know, um, as I say, every team has a purple patch. It's to keep that purple patch going, or how you react to their purple patch. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when it gets to the knockout stages, you would imagine that say players will have a lot of say. Whoever they meet, mm-hmm. they're a physically strong team. They're well able to hurl. Um, What's uh, the girl Kennedy? Um, Caroline Murray. Car- Caroline and Murray. Like, I mean, they're Caroline well, Marie, they're yeah. physically strong. Yeah. And Murray, I think, was centre back. back. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was oh, a, that's a strange one. Yeah, she usually plays It was an interesting toss between herself and Lydia. Um, but, like, I mean, it was just. And a lot of it was look. Like, you make your own look. And I think the attitude was going out to make their own look. But, like, I mean, I'm telling you here now, don't be surprised if St. Clair's aren't knocking around in the last four. Well, we're going to find out shortly who is going to be there in the the uh, first round because we have the semi-final draws to come up. Well, that means that we are going to have St. Lactans, O'Loughlin's, the Roarnestigue and Moonkine in one of the pots because they top the group. And after the results, then in Bowl 1, we're going to have St. Clair's, Emerald St. Anne's, Ballyhale and Glenmore. And in Bowl 2, these are the teams that finished third. We have Carrick Shock, Danes Fort, Mullinavat and Liz Downey. So the draw for them is going to be done. Yeah. Yeah, you said Bowl 1. No, the first ones is the teams that top the group and the other ones was bowl one. Snap. See? Anyway. And like, the I mean, prim- you'd feel for some of the teams because, like, did a couple of them lose out on, on points differences in between I think in the groups there wasn't a lot yeah, in no, some well, of if the you, groups if you look at Liz Downey um, and I mean, they I, had six points sir, I have they? to try and get it up here now in front of me but uh, where is it gone on me? Oh, go in here and go into the photographs. Right, so Group A pretty much standard ye topped the group in that one with um, nine points in total ye won fairly handy uh, if you look at group no we only got six points sorry not six points three and three is six yeah my, my maths is terrible six points yes you're dead on um, O'Loughlin Gales had seven points if St. Clair's had to win that game they would have topped the, the group in that one so there was only a point there between first and second spot which wasn't much to be honest with you um, Group D was probably the only one that Moonkine was way out in front nine points like they, they cleared everybody has been, yeah they've been going really well down there Group C you would have to feel for any of the three teams in that because all of the three teams finished on six points each the Roarness League actually topped the group because they had a plus 25 score difference. 
and you look at Ballyhale and Liz Downey then Liz Downey only won by a point which put him on minus six and Ballyhale was plus seven so realistically there wasn't much between those teams at all at all but that shows you I think you it know, just so that, shows that, that, there's that's not a lot in between any of those intermediate no. teams any of the 12 of them so it should make very interesting for when it comes to the knockout stage. It certainly will. Uh and Paula, the Premier Junior, sponsored by the Kilkenny Rivercourt Hotel, was obviously on the weekend. There was one game in the Premier Junior, one game in the Junior C. Obviously, we've had another pull out from the Junior C as well because Barrow Rangers have pulled out of it. So that's going to lopside things a little bit. That's why the draws won't be taking part for the first round in the Junior or the Premier or the in the Premier Junior or the Junior C at the minute they're going to be done in a week's time. Um, but in the Premier Junior, Greg Namana was playing the Roar in the Stieg and Greg Namana won this by one seven to six points. Not much in it, four points, but Greg Namana are tipping along nicely. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, they're putting in some good results, uh, putting in some really, really good results, and I think they're after qualifying for a, a league semi final as well. So, you know, they'll be certainly they'll be certainly looking forward to that. So, yeah, things are seem to be going very, very well there, and a good mix of youth and experience on that Greg Manor team. Yeah, well, we'll find out because they are actually in the draw for the quarter or for the league um, semi finals as well, and they are going to be joined by Dixborough and. Uh, Tullahar and John Locks Bennett's Bridge so they're the four teams in the Premier Junior semi-final for the league also in the Group C uh, sorry not in the Group C in Junior C we had one game and that was James Stevens versus Nave Breed and it was victory for James Stevens in this one 5-11 to 1-6 but in fairness I think a bit like Aaron Zorn Nave Breed are trying to build a team this year and they're I think they're nearly starting from scratch like the teams are very very young which is great to mm-hmm. see teams partaking in this but um, they'll still be there thereabouts like when it comes to championship Yeah they certainly will I suppose you know the, the league or the round stages of this league um, I certainly a learning curve for a lot of teams and I suppose it's giving every team an opportunity to see exactly what they're working with going into the, the champion, championship end and I suppose that's the serious part of it and you know we'll be fine every team will be fine tuning themselves over the last couple of weeks and making sure they're getting ready for the, for the initial first around a championship you know when it comes down to the serious end so you know working along there nicely bringing on some young players giving them some good, really good game time I thought you would have kept talking for me to take another <laughs> sip of water like that no, at the I minute No I've you were under pressure there Thanks so very, cut short. Yeah, thanks very <laughs> much though, To see all these teams like making those step up and to actually like to field and it's not an easy thing to do especially when you're reliant upon a very probably young cohort of players and probably with a mixture of a few older girls and I suppose it's I really admire clubs that make that effort to actually field teams and to start fresh and, and, and to build from there because like I mean there's not it's it is hard it is hard at this stage to hold on to players and to keep them and like I mean clubs that are making the effort will reap the benefits and the rewards in the end and like I mean even if Reed's results they haven't been too far off it like with any of the results that they've had any that haven't gone their way Exactly. Right, well, I think we've done enough spouting at the time being because everybody wants to know who's going to play one another in their league semi-finals and everyone wants to know who's going to play one another in the first round of the championship and I can see heads bobbling out there in front of me so Teresa Elward, the chairperson of Kikenny Camogie is outside the window and also our sponsor Neil Ling from Michael Ling Motors is also joining us as well so while we set up and get ready with our microphones and all of the draw equipment here here. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with the draws coming to you live shortly.
Okay, it's time to do the draws here then for the league semi-finals in the first round of the championship. We're going to start off first of all with the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior League semi-finals and we are delighted that we have in studio here with us Neil Ling, Managing Director of Michael Ling Motors and also the boss. I was going to say Katrina Teresa Elwards chairperson of Kakenny Camogie and both of them are going to do the draw for us so we have the league semi-finals we have Dixborough Pilltown James Stevens, and Wine Gap in a nice cup here and Neil is actually going to do the draw for us so the first two teams out is going to play one another in the semi-final we're going to ask Neil to pull the first team out and Teresa is going to okay. trust me. tell us who it is so the first team out is Dixborough okay so Dixborough is the first team out Oh, Neil, pull another one. Second team out is... Second team out is Wine Gap. So Dixborough is going to play Wine Gap. That's a tasty affair. So the left two then has to be... We hope it's going to be... Pilltown. Sorry, should I show you the first two? Pilltown. Pilltown is going to play... James Stevens. James Stevens. So just to recap on those semi-finals then, it's going to be Dixborough versus Wine Gap and Pilltown versus James Stevens. Both those games are going to be on Saturday with times and venues to be confirmed later on either this evening or first thing in the morning. Right, now we're going to move on to the championship draws and we have bowl one and two. So we're going to move the cup, Neil, if you don't mind. And Lillian is going to hold it here and I'm going to pass these on to the boss. We can put them up on top of there, yeah? Yeah. As soon as we open it. Right, this is bowl A. So that's bowl A. And you have to take out the bowl B. And bowl B and here. That one, Teresa. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we have teams in bowl 1 or bowl A is going to be Conaghy, Young Ireland's, St. Martin's and Tullerone. And then in bowl 2 or bowl B, we have St. Bridget's, Barrow Rangers, Thomastown and Clara. So Neil is going to pull one team first of all from bowl A. Mm-hmm. Can you hold it? you want to hold I'll it? Hold it. Yeah, yeah, I do because I'll do the... And that's going to be Young Ireland. And right. Young Ireland so is going to play the first out of bowl two. This is the interesting one now. St. Bridget's. It's going to be St. Bridget's. So that's the first draw, St. Bridget's versus Young Ireland. So Neil, if you go again from your bowl and bowl one. And we can see it's Conaghy. And Conaghy is going to play... Clara. Clara. Okay. Interesting battle there. Okay, Neil, if you go again for number three, it's going to be St. Martin's. They beat Clara at the weekend. Mm-hmm. They did. And they are going to play Barrow Rangers. Okay. That's a tasty affair. Mm-hmm. And last one then is going to be Tullerone. And Tullerone are going to play Thomas Thomastown. Town. Again, see? Thank you. <laughs> The only one I think of them all that actually came out, so Tullerone and Thomastown. Right, Teresa, let's go again with those games. So the last ones out was Thomastown versus Tullerone. We have St. Martins versus Barrow Rangers. We also have Conaghy Shamrocks playing Clara. And in the other one then, we have Young Ireland's taking on St. Bridget's. So that is the first round games. And again... Those games are going to be played the weekend of the 30th of September, 1st of October, which won't be too far away at all. But the semi-finals, league semi-finals will be played this weekend. 
Right, when Neil is here, we're going to keep him doing a bit of work for us. So uh, we're going to actually ask him to do the draw for the intermediate semi-finals as well, since he's a neutral man here to us. So we're going to just move a, the furniture uh, move a little bit of furniture around. Yep. Sorry, this is... And I think Lillian has the, uh, the cards. Look, she has some duct tape together, have you? Okay. Duct tape together. Right, we have... Four teams. Oh, they're nice and handy here. Right, there we are, trees up. One, two, three, four. So people can see that I'm handing four pieces of paper. You can throw them in the cup. The teams in the cup at the minute is St. Lactons, O'Loughlin Gales, the Roar and Esteeg, and Moonkine. And this is going to be the intermediate semi final draw. So pull away, Neil. Again, the first two teams out will play one another in the semi final. If you want to hold it up to the camera there. First team out is Moonkine. Okay. And Moonkine are going to play. Or Lachlan Gales. Okay. Which means that Neil's own club and the Roar and Esteeg are actually out next. And they should be playing St. Lactons. Ooh, that's a tasty affair. Paula is here giving dirty looks. Right, uh, where are we then? We need uh, the first round, so we need bowl one which is going to be St. Clair's, Emerald St. Anne's, Ballyhale and Glenmore. This is bowl B I have in my hand. So that is Carrick Shock, Danes Fort, Mullinavat and Liz Downey. So that's bowl B, Teresa. Make it that separate. Okay. And this one here is bowl A. And as we said, that is St. Clair's, Emerald St. Anne's, Ballyhale, Glenmore. Okay, that's bowl A. So you can pull first, Neil. Yeah. So again, first team, Neil is going to pull it from A. And I'll pull from B. And that is St. Clair's. St. Clair's are playing Danesfort. Ooh. Okay. St. Clair's versus Danesfort. Okay. Next game is Glenmore. And Glenmore will play. And Mon Glenmore are going to play Mon Okay. Next team out is Emerald St. Anne's. And Emerald St. Anne's will play Carrick Shock of last night's game and the next one out then is going to be Ballyhale Ballyhale versus Liz Downey versus Liz Downey okay so just to recap then the league semi-finals are going to be Moonkind versus O'Loughlin Gales and the Roarness League versus St. Lactons while St. Clare's will play Danes Ford Glenmore versus Mullinavat, Emerald St. Dan's versus Carrick Shock and Ballyhale versus Liz Downey and that is the intermediate draw. Right, we have one more left and it is the junior. Where did you put the pieces of paper that were on that? Uh, let me put them anywhere. They're just going up. We want to redraw the senior. The intermediate. The intermediate. Oh, they're there. Sorry. They've all, they've Can I restart that now or would we have to follow it together? I was kind of afraid that's what happened, yeah. Tullahar. It takes for a... Bar the Glenmore, Mullabat and Ballyhale. Yeah, sorry, I, I confused it up for a second. I had him left on the sheet of paper. So you took the sheet of paper. The same group. Yeah, they each other. Okay, so now it's time to move our attention to the Junior League semi-finals. That is the Premier Junior League semi-finals sponsored by the Kilkenny Rivercourt Hotel. And in the cup, we have John Locke's Bennett's Bridge, Greg Namana, Tullaher and Dixborough and Neil again is going to do the draw for us we're really making him work here this evening for us he loves putting teams together though for us 
First one out. Tell her. His neighbour. He has to be nice now to the neighbours. Who's it going to be? Ooh, Greg it's Greg Nemana. Which will mean that John Locke's Bennett's Bridge yep. will play Dixborough. And that is Thank complete. You. And so my many thanks to Neil Ling for joining us here this evening and also to Teresa Elward as well. The details of all of the fixtures will be sent out to the club secretaries shortly. Hopefully we will have neutral venues and the times will also be put on games as well during the week. So best of luck to one and all. We're back. That was the draws. And I tell you one thing, there's some interesting draws after being paired up in that one. The studio has gone silent here for a couple of minutes. But let's go to the senior draw semi-finals on you, which will be on the weekend. Dixborough and Wine Gap first up. What a pairing in that one. Dun, 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 the excitement of it all. Or like, you know, the, the music to Jaws. Yeah, two really, really good, very tasty semi-finals coming up in the league stages. But we do Dixborough and Wine Gap now first. Yeah. Um, and I suppose for Dixborough and Wine I suppose for Wine Gap, listen, you know, they're, they're going to go into this game as the underdogs. I suppose everybody probably has a tag on Dixborough at the moment. But I've seen Wine Gap play this year. I think Wine Gap are really going to put it up to them. The one thing about Wine Gap is they're so physical; they won't be pushed off the ball. They will not allow themselves to be bullied off a ball there, and uh, they'll relish the underdogs' tag. They will love oh, it. Love it. They They'll love have nothing, they have nothing to, to lose. lose. Absolutely nothing. And they're one team that, in a situation like that, I find that they can be very, very dangerous. Um, and I think you know it's going to be, it's going to be an absolute humdinger of a game. And don't be surprised if Wine Gap come out and sneak this one. Yeah, and I do think it'll be a very, Mm. it's going to be a tight game. Yeah. But you just, one side is going, okay, Dixborough have the names, have the ability, have the skill. But then on the other side, you're looking at Wine Gap, they're going to put their bodies on the line. That's going to be... And yeah. not saying Dixborough won't either, but I think they'll they'll go with. They yeah. have nothing to lose. It's 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 the league semi final. Go out and and just give it your all. Give it your yeah, exactly. And, and they'll they'll use it probably as a learning tool as well because for further for the championship, I'd, mm. I'd imagine. As well. well, these four teams now obviously as well get the boy into the quarter final yeah. of the championship. So realistically. They want no, no relegation for those four teams? Yeah. So not for those teams, yeah. no. I mean, they'll want momentum going forward into the championship. They will have that extra game, okay. The other teams will have to wait a couple of weeks. Obviously, the teams that win those two quarterfinals will also have a league final as well. So potentially, mm-hmm. somebody could have two games before they play in the, the quarterfinal of the championship. I'd imagine with all of those four teams, the key thing is going to be performance. Mm-hmm. Because if you're building towards championship... Winning and playing bad is something you don't want at mm-hmm. this stage of the season. If you're winning and if you see that, or even losing and you're playing, you know that it's fine tuning, that the performance is nearly there but not quite. Yeah. It's all about the performance at this stage. Yeah. And, you know, a big thing, I suppose, going into these games will be making sure that, I suppose, listen, it is a league semi final at the end of the day as well, but, you know, you're going to be wanting to be at the top of your game when it comes to a championship quarter final. But, you know, this is where I suppose teams are going to be trying out a lot of things. And the likes of Wine Gap, they're going to maybe try out a couple of different things against Dixborough because they'd be kind of, Wine Gap are probably looking at this going, listen, this is probably, this is hopefully, probably not the last time they're going to meet Dixborough in the mm-hmm. championship. So we need to be ready with some sort of a game plan for them. And I think if Wine Gap could get, I think if Wine Gap could get 
over this and get into a league final I think that would give them severe momentum going into it I think physically I think Wine Gap are going to be a lot stronger than Dixborough in this I think Dixborough certainly have like um I'm not going to say the better hurlers, they have the more fancier hurlers maybe. Um, but I think when it comes to rootlessness, I think that wine gap, I think the wine gap could well, maybe... Really, at the end of the day, who wants it the most? Dixborough yeah. is still hurting over last year. Very much so, but I think Dixborough could wine be too gap focused on and, championship. Yeah, and then as well as that, wine gap are probably annoyed over the fact that they weren't in the county final last year or even contesting for it. Yeah. So I would say it's whoever is going to want it mm. the most and then the other thing do mind games come into play do tactics come into play if it was me I'd want to be playing I'd want to be winning yeah but are they do they not want to show all their cards you just don't know how people work because you know I've been at a couple of matches over the weekend where you know mm. there was games where people weren't showing all their hands and things like that so you just don't know yeah I think it's a massive opportunity for Wine Gap I really really do I know I wrote off Dixburg the last day but um, and backtracking yeah backtracking. I'm backtracking but and, and like it's not that I'm writing Dixburg off I just think that I think it'd be a draw and go to extra time of course you do sit on the fence why don't you <laughs> um <laughs> I tell, and then I, I'm just telling you I, I, and then if it was a draw and goes to extra time I would put my money probably on Dixborough yeah see I'm not sitting on the fence if it's to be one in full time why get one in full time it's going to be tasty it is going to be a tasty one uh, the other one won't be too far off either. no like Piltown and James Stevens should be very interesting as well yeah. because the, the, the I'm, new just, I'm just actually going to bring that up now because we do have James Stevens and Pilltown in the second one. James Stevens only promoted from intermediate last year. I mean, to get to the league semi-final in your first year up senior is an achievement in itself. Mm-hmm. And they're certainly going to push Pilltown as well. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be writing anyone off, but who's going to come out of this with the victory? Obviously, it's great for them as well because they have avoided relegation, like you said. They're now also in the quarterfinal of the championship. So, you know, James Stevens are going very, very well. Having seen both teams at different stages, I suppose um, Piltown, they're strong down the centre. Mm. Very strong down the centre. Um, if James Stevens are going to attack him and and get the upper hand they're going to have to keep it wide play it wide keep it off their strong players down the centre no point in sending in high balls like James Stevens forwards aren't particularly big either mm. so they're going to have to keep it wide keep it out the wings and open it up and then they might be able to fight and chance mm-hmm. but like I mean the full back for Piltown um, Laura Norris, Laura Norris. Yeah. Anthony High coming in she lords it she knows yeah. it but <laughs> As I saw in one particular game, if you go in and if you go physically in there strong mm. and out in front, it does make her life a lot diff- more difficult. Yeah, I think you're dead right. They're very strong. Piltan are very strong up the middle of the field. And, you know, I think physicality wise, I don't think James Stevens are going to want to get into that battle with Piltown. And I, I suppose playing, I think Piltown yeah. have the upper edge on that. Yeah. Um, but James Stevens are very good at holding their line what I mean is within the backs they're very organised yeah so their their half back line holds the half back line your two wing forwards um, and Minogue I think was one of them I can't remember who was on the other one they were falling out mm. so they were 
they were holding that back line so Piltown won't necessarily have the opportunities to maybe run at James Stevens as they may have had with other teams yeah. because they've set up for it do you know what I mean yeah it'll be very interesting yeah could be could be I don't I, 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 I'm going, ah, I, don't I, I have to sit on this fence it's, 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 you may as well sit up beside me and keep me company on you at this stage <laughs> yeah I think it's going to be like I, I do I think it's but going to is, be is, a, it too, is, is it too much too soon for James Stevens I think so out? yeah I think so I think you know it's, I suppose all the games that they've had so far they probably haven't come up against a, a team like Piltown they haven't come up against a team like Dixborough you know like Young Ireland and I suppose this is this is probably where they're more than likely going to get their first real introduction to senior camogie um, and I think that yeah, I think Piltown are just going to have that slight bit of an edge. I think physicality-wise, I think that's and, and experience. going to be one. They yeah, have the experience. experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think James Stevens will be looking at this. Sure, they don't want to win, but again, it's the performance and yeah. they will learn. They seem to learn from every match that mm. they play and they'll soak it up. And I also think we have to look at it from a Piltown point of view as well. Like they've, I suppose, you know, bar last year maybe, they were consistently competing in county finals, county semi-finals. They had a bit of a lull. So now this year they're back and they're back with a vengeance and they're back with a lot of hunger. Tommy Shefflin is in there. He's, it, you know, the, the team has a real stamp of Tommy Shefflin. And they're very driven. Yeah, very, very driven. It's very like everything is, it's done at a real high intensity, high level. And I think they're just, I think Piltown, to be honest with you, I think they're looking at county final. And that's where they're going to be, and they are going to be counting. Anything less than anything less yeah. than that is a, is a is a failure of a year for them. And I think that's I think Piltan are really going to push themselves. I think they need to get to a final too. I think they need to get to a final to know that they can get, get to, a to a final. final. I suppose, and I suppose you need to for players. They probably have some new players coming yeah. in that weren't there a couple of years ago, and they have to learn how to win. You have to like the other people say, oh, you have to defeat is gracious and all this mm. stuff that you say which is crap. true I was going to say crap crap is, but you, it is true you, you can, I, say, you can but, say worse but like I, I don't mind but the one thing is is that when you lose match you have to learn from it Yeah. and I think Piltown have learned from last year mm, I think so I and think you lot. can actually plus they have players back yeah yes but even with that you can see you can see them that there's a lot of um Drive and it's like they, they, they're talking on the pitch is very they're very much like talk 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 and they're talking to each other go on you have it da, 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 very driven so yeah I suppose I will go with Piltown James Stevens I'd say would probably put it up to but I would think that Piltown probably would have the upper hand on that Okay so you're both going for Piltown and you're thinking Dixborough and you're thinking Wine Gap then yeah. for okay this is going to be interesting well both of those semi-finals will be played this Saturday coming which is the 16th of September so keep an eye out on kilkennycamogie.ie for details of the semi-finals upcoming they will be finalised later on this evening or tomorrow morning I'm assuming um, and we'll get to it but the championship first draws as we've heard have also been done as well and they've thrown up a couple of interesting pairings that's there. Let's start off first of all with the neighbours, Young Ireland and Barrow Rangers. No. I mean, no. <laughs> what? Young Ireland and St. Bridget's. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. Young Ireland and St. Bridget's. I told you I need to get the glasses changed badly. I said that yesterday. I definitely need to do it right. Young Ireland and St. Bridget's. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's. Um Again, we're, like that was a toss-up as well because there wasn't a lot in between St. Bridget's and St. Martin's, wasn't there in that group? Yeah, spot on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's not a lot St. Between. Bridget's beat Jim Stevens, didn't they? 
you know? And then the beer, point, they only yeah. lost yeah. Connie by two points. Two, two points. points. Yeah. Two points. So, like, they're not far off it. No, absolutely and not. And I do think there did seem, like, I saw the Connie match, I thought there was a lot of switch. I don't know if they knew their best 15. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they knew their best 15 during the league st- session. But then, Young Ireland's. <sighs> Young Ireland's are good, lads. They're good. Well, they were training very early on Sunday morning. That's what I'll tell you, because, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, I just. I think well, I put it this way: you don't need to do any predictions yet because those games are not coming up for a couple of weeks anyway, great, and we will great. we will be that was, that was, that was no, so no, we, we we will be previewing <laughs> them, but just I suppose it's just a, a brief word on each of the fixtures. That, that would be a very good fixture. Very good. That would be a very good fixture. Not that brief, Paula Dowling. <laughs> Right, let's move on. I'm going to bring the phone closer to my face this time. And so, Conaghy and Clara, this is the next one out. The two C's. I think that's going to be the toughest. I think that's going to be the hardest one to call. Which of them have learnt the most from the league stages? That's what I'll ask. Ah, Jesus, if I knew that, I'd be winning the lotto. But I'm just, that's what I mean. Whichever one of them has learnt the most Mm. will be one that will win. Well, I, I put it this way. I mean, Clara definitely has lost players, and we yeah. know that because I mean they got to the semi-final of the championship last year. I could have very easily won that. Probably semi-final. should have yeah. won the semi-final, but they didn't. They're not reaching heights that they did last year yeah. yet. It is still only the league finished for them. This is where things start to get a bit serious. Um, but certainly, uh, I don't know I, if you're asking the question who has learned more from it. I would probably say Conaghy, mm. but that's just my own opinion. I think, yeah. I think it's I think it's probably going to be I think it's going to be the, the hardest one to call to be honest with you when you kind of the look question at for Conaghy I suppose is obviously they're missing Danielle Morrissey for yeah. the remainder of the year because she got injured on inter-county duty as well like, she's going to be a huge loss for them but they've coped without her yeah but they, they do seem to rely a lot on Ellen Gunner and yeah, Emma Hall Emma, for yeah. up front yeah. yeah and you've said so, that in the pre- previous mm, games as so well so in that particular one do Clara have the backs to hold them that's the thing and do they have the forwards to convert at the other end so you just don't yeah. know another another it'd be very, very interesting well you can mull over the, the thoughts of that for the next couple of weeks before you actually have to give the predictions for us um, Barrow Rangers is definitely going to play St Martins and that's a local derby so it is we can definitely see that I don't know how the hell I came up with the Barrow Rangers in the first one but yeah it's um, that's not going to be an easy one for either team no two teams that are quite similar I feel both very very physical um, so it'll be very very interesting that game will be I think that's going to be a very very interesting uh, round one championship um, I wouldn't like to be playing either of those teams in a relegation semi-final if I'm honest with you no I like that any of them at all yeah. no I, I just think it, it, the margins are so fine mm. and then even with those teams that are in that first preliminary round versus the teams that are above it's small tweaking and, and, and I know some of the scores were quite large but still it's usually that last 10-15 minutes where your second half where a team pulled away mm. that's what's happening in a lot of those matches but like you said before you may need a bit of luck some team may get a bit of luck like I mean and injuries Martin will have a big game yeah. to play mm. you don't know and like you know yourself once it gets into championship mode the custom trust to battle it does get a like goes up a level of intensity so like I mean which team you know these kind of things come to play what's your panel like do you have your 
you know, giving players enough game time during the actual championship, uh, the league phase. So all that is going to come into play. Well, there's messages coming in here to my phone already wanting to know when the first round of the championship is taking part. It's not taking part until the weekend of the 30th of September, 1st of October, that weekend. So there is a couple of weekends. That is to get players ready. Anyone that has slight little niggles or knocks or anything, but there obviously is under 16 and minor matches that's currently being played as well. That has an impact on adult camogie games because it's not the same as the GAA anybody that's over the age of 15 can actually play senior intermediate or junior camogie games so there's a lot of clubs that is actually depending on those players so there's quite a crossover that's there and that's why there is a few uh, weeks break in between it as well the last of the first round in the senior I know Anya's not going to comment on this because our own club is involved in it and you could see the face dropped the minute the draw came out but it is Tullerone and Thomas Town. Now both of you played one another already and you actually came away with the victory in this one like You did but I did say straight after that match I would not like to be playing them around You did But like I suppose from Thomastown they'll be able to prove a point and from your your perspective you should have nothing to fear Well let's put it this way when is the last time that you see Thomastown at the bottom of a group? Like for county That's champions, wounded, wounded you know, you you look like. at well, is yeah. it a pattern? Like Ballyhale Shamrocks are there; they're in relegation trouble in the GAA after being county champions. Thomastown are county champions in Camogie, and they are now also in a relegation battle because whoever loses them quarterfinals are going to go into the relegation semi-finals. What this is? It, it's bump uh, <coughs> or else get off the pot right at this stage people just have to this is what you've been waiting for all year it's getting out there it's hurling with regard to all of those teams in the preliminary round they're going to have to step up to the mark mm. and the biggest thing with any team is you can be the most skillful team and the most talented team on earth but you have to want to win yeah and if you don't want to win or if you don't believe you can win really you're, you're just shooting yourself in the foot and that's the biggest thing is psychologically to get your head in the right space whether Young Ireland St. Bridges Conhey, Clare St. Martins Bar Rangers Tullerone or Thomastown you have to believe you can do it and like you're not not taking any team for granted but you have to go out there and believe that you can do it that you have the capability within your team and it mightn't be the nicest hurling or the nicest camogie you're going to see Doesn't but if you can put your body on the line and you, like how many times have we seen whereby in all of these matches or in different matches down through the years whereby it's that belief and will to win and it's it's like it brings people onto a new level so that's that's the key thing for all of those teams Right let's move it off then from the senior onto the intermediate and obviously the league semi-finals are going to be this weekend coming as well and they've thrown up a couple of interesting pairings uh, obviously the first one up is Moonkine and O'Loughlin Gales Moonkine are really really on a high they're flying O'Loughlin Gales are also after topping their group as well in group be so this is going to be an interesting battle it won't be an easy battle for either team but it will be interesting yeah huge I think that's going to be a, a serious game this weekend um, Munkaino Lachlan Gales uh, Laura Murphy back in with, you back took in the words out of my mouth Gales going to be a huge huge addition have Munkaino probably been tested in the league so far this year absolutely not Um so you know, I suppose it's it, it's a it's a hard one to call. I, I'm I'm going to give it to Lachlan's. I suppose Moonhine do need to be tested. Mm. 
because they haven't really been well maybe you don't know you see you don't know what players are back or who's not back with regard to certain teams so you, you know you'd be saying O'Loughlin's we've played against them um, yeah but then look at Mokoyne's scoring rate yeah crazy so that's it it's the scoring yeah. rate their conversion rate is, is quite good, like, you know, from that level. Um, but then again, they haven't really been tested. I sub- but, Which, but, like, I mean, as well as that, you have to think about it, they have, last year, they probably were, should have probably been knocking around. No, the, they, they, were the they were in the yeah, semi-final and that, would, yeah. I'd say they were probably disappointed with that last Beaten year. Beaten by James Stevens. Beaten yeah. by James Stevens. So you'd and wonder, are they, like, how wounded are they? That's yeah. what I mean. Did it you get so, It was from? so close that the Neve Dealey goal, um, I'm almost certain it was Neve Dealey got the, the goal to actually win it. It was so, so tight. It looked like it was going to win to extra time, actually, mm. for long periods of time. And also, all Auckland's are, the other two City Seal clubs are senior. Yeah. Like, they're a proud club. I'm sure they'd love to get up senior. And I'd say they'd probably, you know, it's probably just, and they're doing a lot of work there, but I'd say they just, there's a hunger there, right, you know? There's so I don't know. different about O'Loughlin Gales this year, I think, isn't there? Yeah, I suppose. There's a little bit more belief in themselves. Um, like, you can see how they were trying certain things and, and if they clicked, you know, they're, they're, I suppose they're building momentum. I suppose they will learn a lot from this particular match. Mm-hmm. I can understand why you fancy him on, you know, on that level. Um, but you just don't know what way things are going to go on that one. It's, it'll be tight. But if, if O'Loughlin's backs can hold the Mooncoin firepower, then you'll be going for O'Loughlin's. Mm. So you're both going for O'Loughlin's. <sighs> Like I can sit on my fence again. Yeah, but sure. I'll, I'll get the hatches at one stage and I'll, I'll eventually I'll have splinters up my <laughs> backside of the way things are going. Um, look, I go to say Moonkine on that one. Well, there might be plenty of splinters flying. I can tell you one thing in the next game because the Roar Nestig is going to take on your own club of St. Lactons in Freshford. And Paula is putting her hands up as to say, I'm not talking about this one. So Anya is going to talk about it. So let's see who's going to come away with the victory in this one. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, you know, I suppose you've got last year's county final, county runner, county finals runners up um, in this. And I suppose they're going to want to go one step further. Um, they're certainly going to, you know, want to get a bit of silverware, get a silver, get a bit of silverware into the cabinet before they hit into championship pace. And I suppose kind of, you know, right the wrongs that they feel happened to them last year. Um, St. Lacton's then on the other side had a very good convincing win over St. Clair's at the weekend. <laughs> had a very good win over St. Clair's at the weekend. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to take my drink of water here. I nearly, you know, I nearly choked. I'm going to be... I, I'm I'm going to slightly flavour favour in a steeg on this one. Um, and I know Paula's here beside me and she's throwing me dirty looks and daggers and my tyres are probably going to be burst when I go out to my car now. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't sound like a complete Are criminal. They, I can't. I no, can't if I was going, to, if I was going to do something to you, you wouldn't even know I'd done it yet. That's <laughs> the first thing I'd say. I won't be able to walk around Freshford now for the rest of the weekend. That's, but, um, there's a pair here because if you go again, a certain other club, like, I mean, there's daggers flying as well. But, um, right, so you're you're thinking the Roaring Steak. I'm going to go with the Roaring Steak, yeah. Paul is definitely be going for herself. Do you have to back yourself? Do you have to back your oh, own, you, sure. you, 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 Look, you look, that's... You got a 50-50 chance. 
you know, that's now, the way it look at it. There know? is rumblings going around as well that maybe things may not be rosy in the Roarnestig uh, camp at the minute, and I'm not going to dwell too much on it because I don't deal in rumours. But if the rumours are true, it certainly could put a spanner in the works. But I've seen the Roarnestig play this year, and they are very, very good. They have some oh, brilliant players. Oh, Shakriv Kerr fabulous, and and like I mean, lol, it's it's. Um, do you know what, lads? It's it's great. It's great to get to this stage. This is what we've been waiting for all year, I suppose, from a club perspective. I always enjoy this time of year more so than anything else because you're coming to the cut and trust and this is the most enjoyable part of... of like I was even just saying yesterday, I was I was I was drained after all the matches yesterday. I actually sat down at quarter past six but then I got home and I could actually... I couldn't move. But it was brilliant. Like when you you're know going... something that's amazing that we're already in championship starting mm. the first round. Like and here brilliant. we are in, in September. Wait. Championship first round draws has certainly pulled up a couple of surprises. St. Clair's against Danes Fort is the first one. Uh, they played against one another a couple of weeks ago as well. So this is the business end of things. What do you make of that draw? Do you know what? It's very interesting because, like, I know St. Clair's were going good and everything like that, but you don't win an all county league yeah. without having some decent players. I do think Danes Ford have the hurlers. I don't think it's going to be a foregone conclusion with St. Clair's where we're looking at their scores and do their fire. Do you think they've underperformed this year? Do you know what? I don't know if they underperformed. Maybe, do you know what? Sometimes after winning a competition, you do need a little reality check to, you know, get yourself back motivated again. Yes. And I suppose that's why I'm saying I would not underestimate, like, I mean, you know yourself, uh, like it's it's like dealing with a, a wounded puppy. If you were to go near it now, this is the time it's going to bite the hand off you. So that's why I'm saying I wouldn't be one bit surprised if they come out all guns blazing against St. Clair's. Because they would have played each other earlier on in or in the yeah. round two, I think it was round two. Yeah. And St. Clair's won by four or five points. Am I right? Mm, I think yeah, something in around Somewhere that. Yeah. So there's not like that's that's two two pucks of the ball if you look at it like that. Like they're small margins. So and as we say, cut and trust a championship completely different. Mm. Might be a different kettle of story. Exactly. Or like I mean, there could be players or back. Kettle so of like, fish, it, I should yeah, say. Yeah, that's it. Look, that's. I'd say I think it would happen there. You'd be very, you'd be very wary of any team, like that after winning the all county championship and then coming on and then like you know not underperform really, I suppose in the knockout. But you know what? If if they learn from that, that's when I'm telling you you don't be watching yourself. You know, Paula Dale in the Battle of the South is coming up between Glenmore and Mullinavash. Ooh, now there's two clubs that. Have steeped, passion with steeped, both of them. And steeped in history. Well, you look at Mullinavash, former county senior champions, former Leinster champions, and you know, Glenmore themselves have performed well in years. Lately, they've struggled a little bit, but have a lot, have, start- a good, have a good underage Correct. structure. Correct. They're starting up, to really build good, a team. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. young, like, but, um, you know, I don't know. I've. Um, I'm fearful for Mullinavat this year and I think I'm not the only one there's a lot of people around even chatting to him after matches that has said the same thing now they have missed a load of players this year mm. off their team which you that's, look at it they're, you, they're irreplaceable really see Mullinavat are very similar I suppose to ourselves in that they have quite a tight cohort there of Correct, players yeah. if you know what I mean and to lose some of the larger clubs if they lost one or two players it, it, they can deal with it yeah mm-hmm. But like I mean, for the smaller clubs that would be relying upon, say your your sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen year olds yeah. to to back up your team, if you lose one, two players, it just affects the dynamics so much. Mm-hmm. 
because it's a big step up and it's a big learning curve for a lot of it those is, girls, yep. you know. So I, I look. I'm not going to ask know, you for predictions. No, but I just, this, I would, I would love. I'd hate to see a club like Mulnavat to be in that position that or Glenmore either of them to lose yeah, there's a strong possibility one of them could be going back to junior next year when you look at it mm. you know there is yeah. it's, it's, it's a that's a real reality check isn't it yeah. but it is isn't it because like I mean we haven't had relegation what yeah. two years no. I think the relegate I think relegation being introduced back in this year I think it's put the fear gotten a lot of have, have clubs kicked in with it though yeah, I think they have. I certainly think they have. I wasn't allowed to talk about the R word in our club. Yeah, no, I think I think they have. I think it's kind of been the, f- like, I think a lot of people are, when you meet them, they're always like, there's relegation back in this year. There is that fear, I suppose. And whether you're like the top team at senior intermediate, uh, senior intermediate level, anything could happen when it comes to championship. You don't know how teams are going to react. Um, and it's I mean, just a big that, there now for it's me. Just that, it's just that fear of going down. Um, like we've seen it, we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen close to mm. closer, close to home. Do you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. competing in a, in a county final one year and, and then relegation the next the f- next year. Do you know? Like it does happen. Um, so it'll be, you know, I think relegation. I think it does kind of add a bit more fire to the championship. It adds bite to it, really. Yeah, it, does. it does. It's like, oh, but you need a bit of bite. Yeah, because it's not as if like you lose round one. Like we lost round one last year. Yeah, we lost it. Okay, yeah, we were upset or devastated over it. But you weren't but in relegation. We you weren't in relegation f- trouble. Yeah, we yeah. weren't going into a relegation semi-final. And imagine having to like mentally imagine trying to. No, but no. You, but you see, I what I'd be saying is I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't even be put using that as a, as a motivation factor. That's mm. not an option in my book. Do you know, that's the way I'd be going out. I'd be saying to my players, if I was over managing a team, like relegation, not even going there, that's not an option. It's like failure is not an option. I feel like I'm one of those film fucking guys, you know. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but it was a serious option up until yeah. 48 hours ago. Yeah. And I wasn't, we did, we did not discuss that. So that's what I'm saying. I would not even go there. Mm. I would, I, with any of the teams that are in that situation, in intermediate, junior or senior. It'd be go out and play the match. The juniors, and juniors are nearly safe. That's about the only one that yeah. you are safe with at the mm-hmm. minute. Like, um, I suppose when you look at the other two quarter, well, they're not their preliminary quarterfinals, their first round uh, championship games as well. You have Emerald St. Anne's versus Carrick Shock and Bally Hale versus Liz Downey. They're the remaining two games. Not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Like Emerald St. Anne's play Carrick Shock only last night as well. It's just the look of the draw that came out again. It. There wasn't much in it last night. When you look at it, can Carrick Shock come back with over the next couple of weeks and see if they can push I mean they'll probably have to learn more about Emerald St. Anne's now yeah. for their next game like the maybe Emerald St. Anne's did about Carrick Shock so you know there's a, there's a bit of pros and cons there to that game Yeah I think like Carrick Shock going into this game they'll certainly will have learnt an awful lot and I suppose the fact that they were able to come back to four points within Emerald St. Anne's that's surely going to give them that's going to certainly give them a little bit of confidence and you know there's a lot of work that they'll have to work on Emerald St. Anne's you know they're going into championship now they're after getting a really good win off them they'll be quietly confident I think going into that game but again we've got another two three weeks to really decipher a lot of things could change so 
Well, there's a team that we've had high hopes for in the last number of years yeah. and they have really underperformed when, you know, the, the time has come. We were, was it two, was it last year or the year before we said that, you know, we, we yeah, fancied them for the uh, the county finals yeah. and, you know, they well, didn't reach it. But this year seems to be a little bit different. Yeah, and you know what, like I must say, Ger Joyce is after he taken, I'm I'm pretty sure it's his first year over at Emerald St. Anne's. Um, and if anybody who knows him, like Ger was a, an incredible hurler for Emerald's GA club and a real good patron for Emeralds GA and to have somebody like him I suppose in coaching and managing a team um, it really does it, it resets high standards there so I think you know the girls will be delighted with that and I think you know he's certainly going to bring something new to them like when Jer was involved when he was hurling Emeralds Camogie were doing very well they were winning junior intermediate um, county finals so I suppose that's kind of what he wants to maybe bring back to that so he's been there with Emeralds through the good days so I suppose that's what he's going to be relinquishing in and bringing it back to so yeah listen I think Emma St. Anne's I think if they can get over this I think if they can get over the round one I think that we're going to see them Mally Halen is down him also another clash I mean huge clash with, yeah. I've mentioned that Jackie Frisbee and uh, Kiva Fenley has been there you know, with mm. Bally Hale, they're still playing very, very well. Edel Frisbee is playing well, yeah. among other people. You Another go and you game. said feel as after playing so well, like with yeah. Liz Downey. Um, this and is going to be another intriguing battle. And then Liz Downey, of course, have the backroom team. They brought in Bridgie Barnival and Ollie Blanchfield. Mm. So they're sort of, I suppose, Ollie would be new to them that he would have yeah. played, yeah. you know. So you just don't know. Um, and again, and like... Backs of the wall time, lads. Yeah. Backs of the wall. It's going to be very hard to call yeah. that. It's very, it's it's going to be very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. I think Lemore Mulvat Ballyhill is down. I think they're going to be two very tough games to call. <coughs> Well, we we'll have to call. We, we won't be doing it for a few weeks, no. Right, the junior then is obviously the last lot of games because it's only the semi-finals in this one. Paula has to run, unfortunately. Um, but thank you for your input this evening. It's been very much welcomed, and uh, you know the cows will eventually get milked by the time we get out there. They, they won't explode, I don't think. But we grant. <laughs> I, do, I, I can't even see hear what she's saying to me because I have my earphones on Anya Tullahar Greg Namana a local derby down there as well in the junior John Locks Bennett's Bridge versus Dixborough in the other semi-final of the junior a couple of nice ties there yeah some very very interesting that's on this weekend isn't it uh, they are n- yes they are on this weekend yeah. I think yeah um, you know two really really interesting games I suppose for Tarlaher Greg Namana after playing in the first round under that absolutely atrocious weather it'll be very interesting to see what it's like hopefully if the weather stays well it stays good uh, but I think you know what I've been kind of a fan of Tarlaher this year so I'm going to stick to my guns on this one and I'm going to I'm going to pip Tarlaher in this game but again I, I am a fan of Greg Namana but I just think Tarlaher might have the edge on him okay and then obviously we have John Locks Bennett's Bridge and Dixborough yeah I think it's going to be John Locks Bennett's Bridge totally but they played one another before yeah. now I'm saying that there was only see the six or eight points was in it in the, the group stages like yeah, so you know no, I think I think you have to look at John Locks Bennett's Bridge I think you have to really look at them as serious serious contenders for a junior title as well this year yeah well certainly they were yeah. there last year right um Lots of camogie to look forward to the weekend. Yeah. Um, lots more camogie to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. The team of the year is still coming along nicely, apart from the fact that we haven't had too many catches or bites at the uh, the old sponsorship. So it doesn't look like that the Black Toy event, unfortunately, is uh, going to be able to go ahead, which 
is a pity because we were hoping that we might be able to do something for the teams. It's still open, Mm -hmm. by the way, if anyone out there is or can be interested in helping out at all at all, we'd love to hear from you. You know how you can get in contact with ourselves here. Um, And I suppose like everything else, there's highs, there's lows. Everyone comes together in sadness and in times of need or tragedy or even when someone passes away and we know that uh, Thomastown will certainly do that over the next couple of uh, days and that because one of our own former county players Lisa Carey in Thomastown um, actually lost her dad there as well so um, Declan Carey uh, so we want to pass on our condolences there to Lisa um, and all of the Carey family and that there as well on the sad passing of Declan which you know yourself communities like that will Mm -hmm. always come together and they'll rally around Lisa and everyone else down there um, as well in Thomastown but from ourselves here on Come On Kind we do extend our deepest sympathies to all of the Carey family there on Declan's sad passing and as we always say Oscar Ariesti Gorev Anam Right from sadness to joy it's over the draws are done the semi-final pairings are done do we only have to wait and see now who's going to partake in league finals who's going to be in relegation battles it's all going to be known next weekend by the time the matches are finished and now we have to go and find venues Jays is the joy of it all anyway it's been interesting so far anything sticking out in your mind anyone putting their hands up that's saying that you know players ooh she's looking good for the year ooh. haven't seen her before now you know keep my eye on her yes do you know what there actually is I actually have a list going. if my phone ever gets robbed I'll be in serious trouble I have like oh, I don't a want list. that now like I literally this, like, this is just for the senior team of the year alone um, I have ones for the is intermediate. Is that all yours is? Mine is double that. But like I have it marked off as like my intermediate ones <laughs> like three or di- four different places. Um, junior ones there as well. Um, there's, you know, certainly one player, Abby Murphy from St. Clair's. Yep. Um, she's the girl I told you about that scored the monster free the day that was definitely over 100 metres by the time she took it. Well, she was definitely one of the standard performers for St. Clair's over the weekend. Um there's some um, I suppose Louise Hickey Emeralds St. Anne's Again the night I saw her played very very yeah, well Yeah really standing up there as well um, Amy Clifford Dixborough she's she's different gravy you know she's really standing up there as well there's some there's a few names I suppose that are kind of popping out there as well um, so we have a lot of we have a good few names coming in on the list there's a, there's some really really good camogie being played I must say there certainly is mm. and one way or another we will have a team of the year so you know we will yeah. be acknowledging and uh What's the word I'm looking for? Honouring our club players this year. But that is it from ourselves here in the KCLR studios. As always, the podcast will be available wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to download, listen, subscribe, and you'll always get that notification when something goes live with ourselves. And we're counting down the days to the team of the year, but lots of camogie to be played before that. And as we always say for the league semi-finals coming up this weekend check kennykamogi.ie for up-to-date fixtures on all of those games but from myself and Anya and all the team here from Come On Coint in KCLR until next weekend be good enjoy your camogie we'll talk to you soon bye
This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Yeah. 